Alright, what's good everyone? Welcome to the Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Aldo, and this is episode two, and we will be talking about gratitude. Now, before I uh, begin the actual topic, I thought I'd just um, mention that it is Valentine's Day weekend, and what a good way to spend um, spend the uh, this weekend with a special person and she's also my special guest in this show so just before i introduce her i met uh, met this uh, girl when i was 16 so it's a long long time ago uh, about 20 22 years ago uh, we dated got engaged and then got married so here we are now um, and this is my beautiful wife Jeanette hi everyone good to be here thanks for having me thanks for coming along how you been yeah great um, Valentine's weekend I think it's perfect topic to talk about gratitude um, it's a great way to reflect I suppose and um, how are you enjoying your Valentine's Day weekend? <laughs> we haven't really done too much, but every day should be Valentine's Day, not just, you know, not just this weekend or just Fridays. Um, yeah. That's right. It's all about uh, showing gratitude on a daily basis, hence why uh, I suppose the, the, the timing of this episode uh, couldn't be better being on, on a Valentine's Day weekend and um, having my wife here as the uh, special guest. Uh, but before we, we continue on, I thought I'd just reflect back as well on what, what made me decide to have the topic on gratitude. So uh, for, for those people who, who don't know me or for those listeners who just um, started uh, following me on the podcast, uh, I actually, my family and I actually moved to Brisbane, Australia in 1991. So I came from the Philippines. Uh, we were living in Quezon City. Both my parents were, they were actually pretty good. Like they, they both had a good career going on. Uh, and my, my dad actually had a couple of uh, side businesses or what you call a side hustles side hustle that he was doing uh, while he was working full-time so he had a you know they had a good life um, we we were in private school so meaning that you know in that in that region we were in if you were in a if you both of your parents uh, working full-time if the uh, children were in private schools then you're pretty much well off um, so, and I, I recall at the, at the time that when um, when we were preparing to uh, migrate over to Australia and finally migrated here, I was thinking to myself like, why why did my parents uh, decide to do that? Um, so, so at that age you don't you don't really know because you know because just. You just go by what your um, parents decide or parents tell you to do. 
but now as as you get older you you know you learn you learn like the the politics in a, in a certain countries certain regions then you get you know the see to see the side of what australia is like and just the uh, the way the society is then you start thinking back you know what my parents decision to uh, move or migrate to Australia was, is hands down the best decision um, they'll probably have ever made in their life and you know the sacrifices they had to do they had to leave their family behind them you know like all their immediate family were um, were in Philippines apart from my um, my my mum my mum's um, younger brother was actually residing here in Australia already and that was one of the reasons why my parents decided to move to Australia because um, uh, of my uncle so and here we are now and just thinking back you know as I was uh, growing up didn't know what the uh, what the future holds and then you know the year 1998 I think it was I met uh, my then girlfriend Jeanette and you know just you think about how the the universe um, brought us together yeah puts the uh, put the puzzle like pieces of the puzzle together and eventually you know we got engaged got married now we've got a beautiful family and you know, just things just falls in, fall into place, and then you just reflect back. You know, all all thanks to our parents. So, now before we go on to the main topic, I'll I'll leave I'll I'll leave it with Jeanette now, just to tell her story, because I reckon it's uh, very interesting as well. You know, and how we cross paths as well. Yeah, so my, my story is very similar too. Um, obviously, I wasn't born here in Australia either. My parents uh, were in a similar boat in, in the sense that they saw an opportunity and the opportunity was to migrate to Australia. Now, my parents were doing okay over there, um, but there was a civil war happening in El Salvador. Um, there was a lot of things happening that were obviously, which obviously made living in El Salvador unsafe. And they came across um, some information about a refugee program and about moving to Australia. So my parents put through their application. It actually, they actually put through the first one, got knocked back. Obviously, there was a lot of people who were wanting exactly the same thing to get out of the country and look for a better place. So they tried again, put a second application, again got knocked back, and it was just because the reasons that they were putting um, on the paper were not strong enough. And then finally, my mom said, All right, last chance, we'll give it a go. So she put through the application, um, you know, to be part of the refugee program and um, fortunately for us yeah, they accepted it um, obviously they saw a reason you know to bring this young family to Australia and they, they saw that 
there would be better opportunities for us here. So I was six at the time, my sister was 10 and my brother was 12. So we were just really fortunate um, that everything um, came um, would turn out the way it did and we migrated here we had sponsors who looked after us so they helped us settle settle into Australia now from a parents perspective it was such a huge decision to leave their family leave their parents leave their siblings behind and to travel all the way to the other side of the world to Australia <laughs> so it was a huge decision so they really sacrificed a lot to give us that opportunity to be here so for that I am I will forever be grateful so yeah it's it's um similar um to you where you know uh, uh, my parents you know sacrificed yeah. um what they had to give us better opportunities and here in Australia I've been able to study so it's something that I no, I probably I may not have had the opportunity to do El Salvador. I've been and I've been able to have a career here, and once you know you study, you, there's just so many opportunities here for for me. So yeah, definitely um am grateful that they made that decision to come here because I I had no clue. They actually initially said that we would come here for two years only, but once we were here and we settled, it was paradise. Um, compared to El Salvador where the civil war was happening. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, there's two, two, two different parts of, of the world. Um, you know, like, same, same or similar decisions and, you know, Australia was the destination and um, here we are. But thought thought we'd uh, use that... Uh, as an introduction with this topic gratitude and I'm, I'm a big I'm a big believer that if if you're if you're grateful on a daily basis if you show gratitude on a daily basis then um, it it just creates this positive vibe in your um, uh, in your mind in, in your soul and as well as your uh, physically, like people tend to, um, and people, other people will see that because you have that positive vibe, you're always happy, and people are attracted to that. And I suppose with, if you put it in a business sense, it's just, I suppose, a good way to, um, you know, to, to deal with people who are always positive I suppose like uh, I mean like uh, both Jeanette and I have had experiences uh, especially in the corporate world where we were employees where managers for instance um, they have their own agenda and they they tend to suppose what you know what I'm saying, like. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I just feel like in the copper world, you know, especially your higher managers, they each have their own agenda. They all have their own interests. Mm-hmm. So they don't really care about you know 
anyone who's below them it's all about them and that creates I guess a, a, a negative kind of environment it's just not positive like if if you have my and I've had fantastic managers in the past so it's it's just you know experiences I suppose that we go through yeah. um, and it's there's, there's always one if, if you're in a team um, in a team in a particular department and there's always that one person that's, that's toxic whether they're always <laughs> negative or yeah. you know they they bludge or th- things like that it impacts the whole team the, the, the culture and it's just it's hard to bounce off that yeah. um, w- would you agree? yeah definitely yeah. definitely and, um. and I mean like suppose with Jeanette she she's been in different teams where there's a team of just what one or oh. two and then now she, you're currently in the team of oh it's probably about 10 of us ten, in the team yeah yeah, yeah. so it's you know yeah, big difference there yeah and look that probably comes down to dynamics yeah. you know personalities and you're not going to get along with everyone like that's 100 percent you know but when I see negativity, I always think to myself, wow, I feel sorry for them. <laughs> because I just think to myself, they, they must not be happy in their daily lives. And so for me, even though maybe I, I feel frustrated, but I just tell myself, I try and shut that off. And I try and be the bigger person and bite my tongue and just let people be that way. If they want, if they choose you to be that way, that's that's their choice you know so I just try and block that out and yeah. be, do my own thing and just stay positive because if I start to get that negativity I'm gonna bring it home and I, I really don't want to bring that negativity home you know I want to like I said just be the bigger person ignore my surroundings and you know if when it comes to work I'm there to work so I, I really just block all of that out and just you know be myself it's all about yeah. I suppose understanding that life is not perfect you know people have good days bad days and you just have to keep going and, and do what you feel is right for you and I'm definitely I and I've seen it you know like if you're that kind person then you're gonna be happy now if you start you know getting frustrated at someone and you start being mean or saying mean things the one who's gonna be impacted is you so you just have to block those, any negativity and just really see things in a positive way. And yeah, and what, what you also want to do is, you know, start that uh, snowball effect. So, you know, start to impact people in a positive way. And um, look, I'm not, I'm not sure if, if I've done it, but I can use one example. Um, when uh, I was still in the corporate world where... I was in the I'm pretty much into um, health and fitness so I was I was in the phase of uh, phasing out eating meat so I was transitioning into pescatarian uh, and at that time when I transitioned to pescatarian so for, for the sorry for those uh, for those listeners who, who don't know what pescatarian is basically it's a diet where you just consume uh, seafood eggs and dairy okay so no chicken beef pork or any meat whatsoever 
um, and then you, you can also consume ve vegetables and things like that. So anyway, going back to the uh, story, um, when I was transitioned to pescatarian, like, had about uh, th three workmates who thought, oh yeah, we we'll try it too. We'll we'll um, give it a go. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't stick with it. I was I was the only one that um, that's stuck with that uh, with that lifestyle, but. You know, in a way, like it's it's a snowball effect. So you know, I'm trying to um, suppose move move my move my health into a to another level where you know, like I don't want to I want to slow down consuming um, meat, and then yeah, and then all of a sudden you know, two or three. Uh, workmates wanted to uh, join in, so it's about that. Um, have you had that yeah, similar yeah. situation, like the snowball effect, like what I was talking about? Yeah. So I, I suppose when it comes to health and fitness, we've over the years have been really looking at our lifestyle, what we're eating, and we've it's all been. A bit of a journey for us where we've taken steps along the way to make improvements as opposed to the way that we eat um, so just being more conscious about what we consume and so over the years we've I suppose educated ourselves so we're aware now that you know we us trying to eat better and so people start noticing what I bring to lunch and they say oh that looks interesting <laughs> and <laughs> some people will say oh that looks way too healthy for me <laughs> so you get lots of yeah. different perspectives and that's okay but there are those who go oh wow let me try yeah, that, I try that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, right. and I think that's you know that's that's really nice because I feel like in one way or another I'm getting a message across you know just to be more conscious exactly. about the food that you consume um, and like I've because Aldo is now well he's moved across from pescatarian to vegan so no animal products whatsoever and so the food that I prepare I prepare for both of us so generally my my weekdays is a vegan diet so I don't normally eat um, meat um, but if I do feel like having some chicken I'll have some chicken if I'm preparing food for the kids and so yeah people like I said people have noticed um, that you know my change of diet and they ask me how I'm going and I say to them which which is in all honesty exactly how I'm feeling with this new day I feel more energized so I tell them that and they see me they see that I am a lot more energized and so yeah definitely that's no snowball effect where you yeah. know you're just trying to I suppose you know if, if people come to me to, for help or you know um, letting them like sh I, sh I like to share my journey I think it's a great way to um, yeah, help others if, yeah. if that's what they're interested in that's right and look, I've actually uh, been really fo focusing on um, gratitude the last um, few months you know I've had time to reflect um, on myself, um, I suppose my lifestyle and and family, and there's just things that I try try to follow on a daily basis. Not not all of them, but on some of them on a daily basis, where you know I, I show 
uh, gratitude and it, it'll be good to you know to follow something as well because it just really changes your perspective about everything um, and you know I'm a big believer in that once once you've got um, a positive perspective about everything then everything just changes uh, about you on uh, how you talk how how you think how you uh, treat people and and they and pe- people see that and then they they they, uh, they absorb that positive vibe so I'll just read the stuff that some of the stuff that I do here. again it's not on a daily basis but I try to do it uh, at least uh, you know once once or twice a week uh, so we've got um, say a kind word so just complimenting someone um, there's times that uh, like if I'm in a in a bus, you know, um, you know, when I'm when I'm walking past a passenger or a fellow passenger or sitting next to a passenger, and you know, they've got a nice bag, then you know I compliment them. Um, the other one is including others in your plans. So if you know if you're like my Janet and I whenever we we uh, plan to go out for lunch you know there's always someone in our in our thoughts to to bring along or to invite um, listen intent intently that's probably something um I need work on more but um, I I try to listen more now especially when the when our children talks to me and tells me stories I kind of phase out most <laughs> sometimes because I'm like oh yeah because so you're busy doing going? things exactly yeah, so need I need I need to stop <laughs> drop drop everything and listen to them because it does take a lot of courage for them to come up to you and tell a story um in case that um what like Especially if it's uh, something bad happened at school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but even them just sharing their story about you know what was the highlight of the day, yeah. you know, and it, it's nice for you to actually stop and listen. Yeah. Because I know that you know, I'm I'm definitely you know one like it's a bit of a fail for me at the moment, but it's something that I have actually said to them. Um, I I say to them, you need to just grab my face and just say, Mommy, can you please listen? And I've made it clear to them that they need to, if I'm too busy, because I'm, you know, busy trying to organise, you know, dinner, lunch, whatever, um, if they can just flag that with me. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, This other one is, I I do this at least once, twice a week, bring bring over lunch or um, food or snacks. So, um, I take some food or snacks uh, to work with me and share it with uh, s- some people um, pay an impromptu visit so that's um, I don't do that every week but from time to time I'll you know contact uh, someone who I haven't seen in a while and see what they're doing I'll pay a visit and things like that um, if if there's no time to meet up uh, on a face-to-face level, then send an email or send a message. I'm a big, 
a big believer in you know just touch points here and there hey what's up how you been I haven't heard from you but you know at least it gives them a um, uh, a message or a sign that you're thinking of them um, even calling to say hello like especially if uh, it's someone's birthday or um, there's there's one time that I forgot who it was but I was driving and I saw this person when I drove past and I'm like hey I know that person and when I got to the uh, office I gave him a call hey I saw you um, walking past and what you've been up to um, the other one is ask if there's anything you can do and I've got actually a, a friend who I was hanging out with a couple of weeks ago who said that a few times like is there anything I can do to help you know like it's 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 really um what's the word i was looking for it's it's a really good um question because like to, to ask someone especially if some if you haven't seen that person or in case because you don't know what's going on in their life you know because you haven't seen seen them while um the other one i i don't normally do this but Picking flowers and then um, giving to them to to um, to a loved one, um, but I remember I used to do this a lot uh, back when I was dating Jeanette. <laughs> Try to uh, lure her in, <laughs> and it worked. Yeah, it worked. So yeah, stop picking flowers. <laughs> and then last one is um, offer to do an errand or help with chores. So that I, I do that with um, with my parents at least once a week or once a fortnight like um i did a quick uh food drop off the other day for for my mum to my auntie i thought oh yeah so what i'll do is i'll help my mum with the chore <laughs> and also pay a visit to my auntie you know like you know like because you hadn't seen her for a while too, yeah so that was that's right so it's like um you took two boxes killing, yeah <laughs> killing two birds with one stone in a in the sense but yeah, so th- those things, um, is, that's how you show gratitude without even going to a person, hey, I'm gratitude, I'm grateful, you know, but just so- showing little things um, can definitely uh, make a difference. And like, like I mentioned before, the reason why I'm talking about gratitude is uh, on, in this podcast is because it works both ways with personal life and business life. Because people don't want to be dealing with you if uh, you're always negative, if um, if you haven't, suppose, um, if your vibe isn't there, you know, because they can tell that there's no synergy between um, between you and that person, so they they wouldn't want to work with you, mm. right? Yeah, and, and I think when it comes to business, I think F45 um, is a good example. Um, with us owning the studio, we actually acknowledge our members' achievements. So when they reach 100 classes or 200 classes, we give them a certain um, prize and that... Gift. Or, yeah, sorry, a gift more so. And that just shows that, well, one, we're proud of them that they you know that they've um, achieved that and it you know it we're, we're grateful for them to you know being a member at our studio and that 
the more members, um, I suppose the other members then see that and it builds that really nice community. So yeah. it's, I think the, it's... The, the, the community at the moment is like, they, they're really supportive of each other. Of each other, what, yeah. yeah. What, um, what I like about uh, our studio, A45 studio, which is um, really good. Everyone's close-knit. It's a good community that uh, our coaches um, have built there, you know, which is really good. Um, and also, just moving on to, I suppose... suppose the th- thinking bigger and the reason why I'll, I wanted to talk about gratitude is I first heard of gratitude from uh, Tony Robbins and I hope you guys have heard of Tony Robbins but if you haven't he's this uh, big motivational speaker he's a big influencer and not just in the business community but just in life in general you know um, he's helped uh, Bill Clinton with his um, uh, you know political issues while he was uh, a president he's helped uh, Andre Agassi um, he's recently helped um, Mike Tyson um, Conor McGregor um, just from his uh, recent win and um, Kevin Hart but what what interests me in gratitude is it's his own personal goal he, he's got this um, goal of feeding I think it's like one one million people um, each year or in his in his lifetime and just showing that type of gratitude and again I'm talking about snowball effect it just make me think of like I need, I need to do something like that like mm. uh, you know I want to mm. <laughs> help the community so mm. you know all this stuff I've been thinking what can I do what can I do and then um, you know, I'm also li- listening to Gary Vee. He's, he's had Tony Robbins uh, in his podcast um, as well. And uh, another guy, his name is Robert Kiyosaki. He's uh, the author of the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He's also, um, he's also helped and uh, donated so much to, um, t- to people. And, you know, that's something that... Uh, I want to do and that's that's my goal but and w- what they all say um, all, all three of them say is before you can help someone or before you can help a community you need to focus uh, on yourself mm. not just um, physically not just uh, mentally but just grow your business so you gotta you gotta run your business like like there's there's some some people like would say is that like don't you have enough like you're making enough money why don't you stop but they're not seeing it from a way that you know some of these people are just hustling and just aiming to earn as much as they can because they they want to help people and you know that's that's how they show um, gratitude anything yeah oh yeah I I suppose because we're older now and I think we're wiser we're actually able to 
to see life from a different perspective and, yeah. and actually be grateful. And I think as parents as well, yeah. you know, we've, we, I suppose, have to be good examples or we want to be good examples for our children. And so I'm, I'm similar. I think coming, having, having that refugee status, I feel like I want to give back. So, you know, we, like I said, the refugee program meant that we came to Australia without having to pay anything. Like that's, I'm so grateful for that um, because, well, not everyone gets that opportunity. And so my, I've, I'm similar to Aldo where I've been trying to think of how I can show my gratitude. And so just recently, um, I've, I've made contact um, with a friend that I used to work with years ago, just through LinkedIn. And she is organizing the International Women's Day Conference. And so that's happening in a couple of weeks time. And so she was looking for volunteers. And I just thought to myself, wow, that's just perfect. That's actually what I've been waiting for. Like, you know, finding something that I feel passionate about. So um, with International Women's Day, it's all about building um, awareness, you know, and trying to, I suppose, advocate for women and equality. And as a mom and having a daughter, I want to I wanna show her that women can achieve anything and just empower, empower other, other women as well. So, yeah, 100%. So to me, I'm actually really looking forward to helping out, uh, volunteering at the event and then seeing how I can get involved with the committee as well for maybe any other events. Yeah. No, that's a good, good event to be um, a, a part of. Um, the other thing that um, Janet and I did is uh, a few months ago. It's probably mainly mainly my idea is I've been wanting to volunteer with um, RSPCA, but I decided to work with this organisation instead because they they, are, they were needing foster carers for dogs so there are the um, uh, Queensland Staffy Amstaff Rescue so it's QSAR um, great great organization to to work with R- really supportive so I, I uh, well, you've been following them for a few years yeah I've been following them for a few years so I've always been a big supporter and I um, regularly donate um, where I can at least once a year uh, to to their cause so sometimes they'll they'll need money to uh, help a certain dog that needs uh, like surgery or mm. vet well, care they're not for profit so exactly. you know any way that you know we can help yeah. and, and share share that with others who may be interested in helping them out and yeah so we've yeah. been following them for a while and that's then... right so <laughs> uh, about all, all i think it was august last year i um i applied for uh, to be a foster carer uh, for dogs so and good thing about QSAR is they actually find a dog that will suit your lifestyle and your personality so they just won't um, give you a dog just for the hell of it so it has to be a dog that will suit you and 
geez, when, when I picked her up, her name is Lady, she just straight away, I went into the house, like, didn't jump at me, didn't bark, didn't howl, but just looked at me and just licked me nonstop on my leg. <laughs> and I was just thought, wow, this is interesting, like, normally dogs would either just jump on you or bark at you, you know, if, if it's the first time uh, they see you, but Lady was um, different, so... You know, took her home. She 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 um, basically you know went inside the house, just made herself uh, at home straight away. Just you know, didn't even bother exploring the house. Just laid down and yeah, like Jeanette fell in love with her. Our, our children fell in love with her, and we we decided to uh, adopt her. Um, in October? Was it October? Yeah. Yeah. That, in yeah. October. Yeah. So, um, just and just just doing thing. Uh, this this um, it's not the the big thing, but uh, for for me, like what I did. But for Lady, it, yeah, it's it meant the world to her because I I believe she's been in foster care in different houses for about six six to eight months prior to um, us taking her home as a foster carer so so she's a six-year-old dog um, we're not really sure about her history so we don't know how many homes she's been at oh yeah and how she's been treated yeah but you know from, from her point of view it's probably like you know a big relief that you know she she's got a home she's got a family um, and Gosh, she's yeah. just perfect. Like she the reason just... why the reason we fell in love with her is just because she, she was perfect for us. She was the kind of dog that we were wanting. Um, somebody who's not so jumpy, who's very <laughs> gentle, um, so placid. Um, and, you know, just and she loves she loves the children. Um, she loves us. She's just very respectful. She's very well mannered. Um, yeah, for a dog. For a dog, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we just couldn't help ourselves, you know. First, first dog that we take in to foster, and yeah, she was just meant to be. Yeah, and look, I suppose before uh, we end the show, like the reason why I brought um, Lady into this story is because a a dog is though is a I suppose I think the only one one of the beings I know is that. No matter how how you treat them, mm. they still show that loyalty. Yeah, they loyal. still, yeah. you know what I mean. Mm. And look, I, I can't imagine how she was um, treated with the previous owner, but um, she does show uh, something there that you know she's been mistreated, but yet she still has faith in humans. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so we'll look, we'll leave it at that. But hopefully, this has, um, I suppose, been, what, a been, been of value to you and how, how you can show gratitude. Not not just in the business world, but just to people. Mm. You know, mm. um, I think it's it's a good way. It's sometimes it's just good to just stop and reflect, and then see you know see where you're at and see if there's anything that you want to improve in yourself. And yeah, just to show gratitude. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Um, 
and stay tuned for episode three uh, next weekend. But in the meantime, enjoy your weekend. Happy Valentine's Day, and we're signing off. Thank yeah, you. Thank you.